Welcome to JM Radio. Uh, no, it should be welcome back, I guess, actually. Fuck. I already fucked it up. Good old, good old. It's good. It works. Welcome back to JM Radio. If you were here with us last week, hopefully you were. Um, Mike, how? Uh, my name is Jeremy Siegel. I'm one of the hosts, and I am also joined with Mike. How are so, you doing? I'm all right, Siegel. Uh, what's going on in the world? I'm chilling, though. Well, what have you been up to this past week or so? Um, I mean, we recorded, the last time we recorded was, like, right before Christmas, right? Right after then, Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Had a nice little New Year's. Um, uh, I am, like, knees deep into Magic the Gathering, the card game. I'm, I'm like, about the point where I'm start, gonna start putting in some serious money for it. And I'm scared. I don't want, I, it's so much fun. Um, Is I just anyone... don't want... If anyone wants to buy Mike a hundred thousand dollar magic card, the Black Lotus. Uh, I don't want ahead. a black. I don't need a Black Lotus. I just not. Yeah, but want... it would be hilarious if someone bought you a hundred thousand dollar card for a game. Okay, of course, feel free to buy me a Black Lotus if somebody wants to, but I'm, I'm not looking for that yet. I'm just trying to finish the deck first, and just one deck, and then we'll we'll take it from there. If anybody wants to, yeah, fund my. Uh, hobby for some reason that'd be great yeah so your addiction magic is fun what else i've been up to i don't know not much i feel like there's something else i want to talk about talk about the mess training for lindor that was a big part of my life yeah there you go the mets are being big stars now or getting big stars finally i mean i'll believe it when i see it but it feels like it's different for the mets now seal finally well, you're laughing. Yeah, we can. I'm hoping. See, what have you been up to? Uh, I haven't been doing much. Just still quarantining. But one thing that happened recently was it snowed in Texas yesterday. Uh, we're recording this on January 11th, and on January 10th, it snowed about a half a foot, I would say, and it was amazing to watch like people and dogs out my window like enjoying snow for maybe the first time in their lives life lives uh, we've been you want you yeah, watched yeah. people but you can go enjoy it yourself right the well, okay, way. because we're so jaded we grew up in the north where like snow is just a fucking hindrance and like what? here Wait, it's like i don't oh think God. of it like that i mean sometimes it's just gross but like it's fun for like a day it, yeah but like the thing that happened around here is everyone built a snowman snowman Oh, you're, uh, you're killing it with the fucking words. Yeah, Life's... I'm just amazing. Snowman. Men. Whatever. There are a bunch of snowmen around my building, my apartment complex. Like, all these kids and adults were playing with snow, snowball fights. It was, it was fun to watch. Uh, it felt like a good part of the year. That's so much more wholesome to spending, like, $100 on magic cards. I mean, I didn't participate. I just watched. So, uh, yeah. not to bring it okay. down immediately. Let's uh, let's stop stalling, right. shall we? Let's get into this shit. Okay, week two of this playlist. Um, Seagull. Well, so I don't know. We um, have talked about. I don't know if I want to lead it off like this immediately, but we've discussed this, and like, this might be the best week of the whole year. Straight up. Um, and it kind of sucks that it's so early. Yeah, because not a lot of people will, will be 
hope uh, not a lot of people will be in tune with the podcast yet. They'll still be figuring it out. And they're going to miss out, yeah, on arguably the best week. Yeah. Tomorrow is actually the last day of the, pod, of the playlist, right? Yeah? Yes. Wow. January 12th will be the 366th day because that we had a leap year when we started this playlist. So there's an extra song. Um, but yeah, this is probably the best week. Uh, and actually, before we get into the list, let me just clarify this. Where you can find the podcast. We released the trailer and people were still trying to f- figure out where to find the playlist so they could listen to the songs. So week three will be posted at the end of this podcast or in the description of this podcast. So you can listen to the week next week's before the week three episode. Week two was was posted on week one's description. It'll also all be posted, links and everything, on our social medias. All of them are at JM Radio Pod on all social networks. Links will be there, and you'll see what songs are there if you can't access Spotify, because I know a few people had that problem as well. You can make the list yourself or just go and listen to the songs so you can be prepared for each week. So the links for the playlist to listen to for the next week is in yeah so so this is week two so this is week two songs at the end you can go to the description for week three so you're prepared for next week's podcast so it's always posting a week ahead right oh that makes sense yeah so you're always like preparing for the Ah, next episode right dope Okay. okay just wanted to get that clear before we get into this week but yeah uh week two the playlist let's do it before <laughs> i know we're stalling again but i just want to hit these points because this is a story about 2020 as well the big stories from january 19th to january 25th that were in the news that kind of made the year what it was horrible and good if there are any good parts of 2020 Wait, is this when kobe died no kobe dies tuesday of next week <laughs> kobe uh, dies 27th or 26th what what songs are we'll we'll talk about it next week we'll talk about it next week this week the big stories were the house argues for impeachment of donald trump which is currently happening again as we speak almost a year later uh on january 11th of 2021 the first reported cases of coronavirus are reported in china and they quarantine their citizens this week it's too late because it's already in the U.S. The next day, they have the first reported case of in the U.S. in January uh, 22nd of 2020. And the Weinstein trial begins where he'll be eventually convicted of uh, rape and other so how about bad some things. Good news. This is all depressing. Well, it's 2020. This is the playlist is the good news. So let's get into it. Um, OK, so oh, there week you go. One. Philip DeFranco again. Yes. All right. Let's jump right into it. Um, so my first song is Colorado by Chappie from 2017. Hell yeah. Uh, I Can think I go? we'll... What? Go ahead. No, the song's amazing. It's not... It, this is just like... I don't know. It's, it's, I don't even like songs like this. It's like, you know, about like going to the wilderness and just the Americana and shit. I don't know. I don't even like stuff like this. Just something about it. Just holy shit. I keep listening to it. I still listen to the song. It's good. Oh, this, really good. This is probably 
we can both agree is one of the best songs on the list. Uh, and that's 700 plus songs. This is definitely up there. Like, I don't, I'm not going to disclose whether it's my favorite of your recommendations, but it's up there just yet. So, yeah, it's upbeat. It's about, it, it feels like the ultimate adventure song or like road trip montage song for a film. And it talks about escapism and it, it just puts a smile on your face. Right. Yeah, that song's good, bro. Uh, it, yeah. it talks about finding yourself, which I think this week we have a lot of songs about finding yourself, which is we'll get into as we go further down the list. I don't know if you saw that motif as we went down. But yeah, figuring yourself out. Uh, some of the lyrics are aching in my chest. Identity inside of me is shaken at best. Oh, Lord, what's my purpose? What's my hurting for? Um, yeah like you said americana going to the mountains and quote-unquote finding yourself but i don't think anyone could hate this song it's just a happy song i mean there are like people who this is not their kind of song i can probably assure you that but like i think it's amazing yeah whatever okay. if you if you don't like this song i i don't know it's, i don't want to be friends with you i love colorado we got a quick hit it yeah Okay. Talk about Seth MacFarlane's Okay, deal. Go ahead. What's your next song? I, I put this on the list because I thought it was funny that he made like a crooner album, but this is Two Sleepy People that was by Seth MacFarlane, the creator of Family Guy and the fucking voice of... Farlane. Yeah. Oh, whatever. It, the, the voice of like Peter, Stewie, Brian, right? Yes. Um, it's like an old like Fred Astaire-ass like... It's definitely a cover of something that those people have sang before. Yes, actually, that was going to be my thing that I was going to tell you. This is a cover song. Uh, it's also featuring Nora Jones singing the woman part in the song. Uh, Who's Nora Jones? I, she's a singer. I didn't do much research into her. Uh, How dare you. It's a cover version of a Hoagie Carmichael song from 1939 in the film Thanks for the Memory, sung by you, Bob You know Hope. he's from like 100 years ago if his name's Hoagie. Yeah, that's a cool name. Uh, sung by Bob Hope and Shirley Ross in that film. There's been about a thousand covers of it by many different artists. Um, Wait, a thousand? You know, no, I don't. It's an over. It's hyperbole. Oh, I, but you were just saying it like it was like a hundreds. There a might fact. be hundreds of different covers. Uh, it's a famous song. Uh, but to me, this song just sounds like uh, Christmas time elevator music. Yeah, this is very. Like this could just be a Christmas song. Yeah, it's 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 like, reminiscent of uh, "Baby It's Cold Outside." It's oh, it's people. maybe it's cold outside, but not weird, but wholesome. No, there's there's a whole thing about this. It's risque for the time. I read uh, it's depicting people dating and staying up late together, which is like considered like heresy back in the day when this song was written in '38. Uh, now it's like we talk about WAP like it's no big deal. Uh, so obviously times have changed. But so yeah, when's yeah. WAP making it onto the playlist? Uh, it actually is on the playlist. You recommended oh, a cover of geez. it. I forgot about that. So we'll get cover, to that. The lounge cover. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this song is it's an interesting listen. I, I want to sleep to it more than anything. It's a nice song. Yeah, it's crooner. It's it's right up your alley. It, it's it's too. It's not good enough. There's, this, there's a lot of big hitters in this week. Oh, yeah. So let's just move on. Uh, yeah. If you want to look into it, yeah, there's a bunch of like talks about how risque the lyrics were. I didn't th find them I that just, risque. I have no idea how that song is risque. 
because people didn't even sleep in the same beds back then. Like they were separate. They're not supposed to stay the night together. That's Picking out a wishbone from the frigid air. That's risque. No, here that's... we are out of cigarettes, holding hands and yawning. Look how late it gets. Two sleepy that's... people by dawn's early light and too much in love to say goodnight. They're like staying up late. That's together in the same house and not going you just have to have like bed. all the all the freaking like lyrics open right now. No, I I write down certain lyrics for each song that I find interesting. Anyway. I like the wishbone one. That's so like old timey. Yeah, I don't even know what that. a wishbone is, honestly. You don't you know when you're eating like a turkey or something? And there's the wishbone that has like the two handles on it, and you just like pull at both sides and make a wish. It's like a weird thing. No, I've never done that. Well, like, comment, subscribe if you know what a wishbone is. Yeah, share it. Share our <laughs> podcast if you know what a wishbone is, and then hashtag it. fucking wishbone. Jay Yell at me on Twitter and say you fucking you're not American if you don't know what a wishbone is. Um. Anyway, the next song is next song. The next song is Hold Your Head Up High by Argent, my next pick uh, from 1972. Uh, this is where I tried to convert Mike into liking classic rock and where I found out Mike doesn't like classic rock and will never like classic rock. Didn't work, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary folk. It will not work. Never. So I love this song. Uh, it's, again, uh, like I said earlier, it's a montage uh, song. Uh how I picture it. I, I picture images in my head for films and stuff. And this song just is a montage song. It's also like an early women empowerment song, which I found interesting. I didn't know. What's it about? Uh, it's about holding your head up high. Hold the lyrics are hold your head up high woman, but you can't really hear it. It just, yeah, it just no, I never like, heard that. Yeah. It just sounds like he says, whoa, but he's confirmed that it's woman. And he's like saying, like, yeah, don't let them stare. Like, be more confident in yourself. Um, there's a lot of different interpretations of what the lyrics mean. Some Pop. say it's for Vietnam soldiers coming home and having shame for fighting in the war. But I think mostly Rod Argent, who wrote the song, uh, said it was a women empowerment kind of song. But it's a good classic rock song with an amazing organ solo and you just don't get enough organ in film not film in music anymore um, just don't get enough organ in film Siegel. i think there should be more organs in film take that as misquote that as you wish yeah I, it's a good song I, I don't know what else to say i don't know the song was what'd you think fine i guess that was like a, i really want to listen to it more than once it was like whatever i don't know well okay i mean i listened to it for in preparation for this but like i don't it was meh. Okay, well, you said more than I ever could about it. I well, wasn't yeah, a huge I mean, fan. I'm my songs I talk about, and your songs you talk about. It's kind of how this I mean, show you works. Definitely have some stuff about all of them. Oh yeah, I do research. I overblow research because that's just my style. Anyway, uh, Mike, what is your second song? Oh, I'm excited for this one too. Um... This is the Perks of Being a Wallflower by Barnes Boulevard. This one I found on like one of those like long ass YouTube chill mixes. It was like there's an album called Last Summer by Barnes Boulevard. By the way, I have no idea what Barnes Boulevard is, who they are. They're just the artist Barnes Boulevard. This whole album Last Summer is just amazing. It's like a 
definitely like a vibe album. It's just like all these ambient songs that make you feel like you're like on vacation with your family at like prime childhood innocence age, like eight years old, maybe seven. And I don't know. Yeah, I. It's, it's so nice. I love this song. I think the most interesting part about this song is the coins uh, being the beat of the song. Yeah. And it, that's an interesting approach. And it relates to Pink Floyd, who is also on this week's playlist. Uh, not the song recommended, but Money by Pink Floyd also uses that tactic of dropping change and using that as the beat. Um, mm. So that's what it reminded me of. I found it funny that they called this song jazz on multiple sites. I didn't think it was jazz. Uh, I don't think this is jazz either. Uh, so I just think they're completely wrong. Um, but it feels it feels like you're hyper-focused in a moment. And you're just like zoned in on that moment. Oh, that's like a great way of describing yeah, it. What it reminds me also of, and this might just be me and Mike's memory, uh, or at least mine. Uh, in our local town, there's a diner, and when you enter through a certain hall, there's a coin machine, and just the clanging of coins, and like, at the end of dinner, it's like, I'm gonna go get, like, a little plastic toy for 25 cents. Uh, that That's the memory it brought up in me, just hearing those noises and thinking about stuff. Very specific memory, like you said. Yes, I know. Uh, go listen to all of last summer everybody there's another one from this that's on this playlist i think but also i didn't know what a wallflower was so i looked up the definition wait but you've never heard of the like the the book slash movie the perks of being a wallflower never read it and never saw the film Uh, sorry well it's like what you and i are basically as someone with introverted personality type or social anxiety who will attend parties and social gatherings but will usually distance themselves from a crowd and actively avoid being in the limelight kind of ironic that two wallflowers are making a podcast oh i wrote that down i didn't think of that joke um anyway uh, how is that a, okay whatever <laughs> i guess i missed the joke i don't know what the... look i made myself laugh that's all that matters uh so we're wallflowers we have to make ourselves laugh yeah it's an interesting song it's two minutes uh it's interesting it's not good go listen to this album if you want to just lay down and feel good exactly i think it's a perfect ambient noise album to have on in the background uh my next song is be yourself by audio slave most people know this as a uh, chris cornell song who's the singer who uh tragically uh committed suicide a few years ago uh i know that yeah he he headed i mean i know he killed himself i know this was originally a yeah a lot of people this is like his band that no one really appreciated so he did his solo stuff he had audio slave and he also had Soundgarden, which was his big band uh, but me and mike or at least i know this song from a scrubs episode from season six episode one my mirror image <laughs> what was the episode i think you mentioned scrubs last episode too yeah uh scrubs is a great show that me and Mike like, both like. Um, I've seen it about eight times through now, I think. Unhealthy obsession, I would say. Anyway, uh, this image was about JD trying to figure out who he was in the episode. And that fits into like 
what this song is about, where it's like trying to find himself, trying to find yourself more accurately. Uh, and you can hear in the juxtaposition of lyrics where it's like, uh, someone gets excited in a chapel yard, catches a bouquet, another lays a dozen white roses on a grave. So like the trials and tribulations of life and trying to figure out who you are also sort of like Chappie's song in a much more dark tone. It's, it's a good song. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part of it is honestly the wah-wah guitar solo. I don't even know how you do that effect on a guitar, but it, it's different sounding, and I like it a what lot. What does that mean? If you listen to the song, there's a part in the song that is... I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like there's a noise the guitar makes that. Oh, you mean like wah wah is how it sounds? Yeah, I'm saying like I thought it was, I thought it was some term like I didn't know. I was like, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So what the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, uh, and the fun fact of this song that Mike might not know is that the New York Mets outfielder Sean Green used this song as his walk-up song in 2006. Oh, well, really? Yes. I wait. This one. It doesn't really have like a good opening. That's what you pit looking for a walk-up song. Oh, it goes doo doo. Someone falls to pee. It ha- it has right. a good opening, I think. Just, I just I can't I can't see that being an opening. Whatever. He was well, he bad on this anyway. He might, he might not Sorry. use the opening to be the walk-up part. I don't know. I the don't one know. time I got to pick a walk-up song, I picked something based on the opening. What What would your walk-up song be? Me? Yeah. So. I did get to pick one in high school, and I picked Imagination by Spire, which is the opening of an anime. Of course. It was like, um, wait, you don't know this? No, I don't know this story. We, like, always mention this. It's like a, yeah. The volleyball anime Haikyuu. No, that is Your Lie in April. Okay, sorry. Full disclaimer, I don't identify as a weeb. You you picked an anime song as your walk-up song. <laughs> You're most definitely a weeb. I'm retired. You're a retired weeb? I'm just I'm waiting to come out of retirement. Uh, yeah. I. What would I pick as a walk-up song? Something Dude. like by like ACDC or something. Oh, no, typical. I'm not that white. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what doesn't... I feel, I feel white rock is what... I got stereotyped as there. I apologize. I would uh, no, whatever. No, no, I gotta think. I'd pick this Hold is Your a, Head Up I, High by Arjun. Really? No. If you had it, like, if you ever had this choice, I would think so long about. It, especially if I was in the LB, I think so long about it because this is like the coolest thing you could do. Like, have a walk-up song. Actually, I would pick Arjun's Hold Your Head Up High because it goes. Bam 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 bam. It has a it has a good guitar riff at the beginning. I wonder if there are a lot of songs on here that uh would work as a walk up song. Are we gonna ask every song now as the end? Would you use this as a walk up song? All right. Anyway, let's move on. What's your next song, Mike? Chamomile, Atlas. Atlas is kind of like Kai Dreams we talked about. Very good lyricist, chill vibe. Uh. What? It also features J H Fly. I think this scene has so many like little artists that I just are on these songs that I like lose track of. Yeah, J H Fly. 
all lowercase cool. JH fly. Alice is great. Uh, um, the song is very nice. I remember you talking about like Ubering somebody somewhere once, and the kid was like, "Oh my god, I love this song." It was like chamomile. Well, that was so. It was like some frat boy, right? And it was totally random. Yeah, it was some weird story. I don't really remember. I guess we were starting the playlist, and I was listening just to the first few songs on repeat. And there was this kid that like really liked this song, but he's like stereotypical frat guy in like vineyard vineyard uh, shorts that are like red and a button up shirt or something. That's the power of Atlas. He can really get to your your soul, even if you're a Brody Mc. Kyle Bodie or whatever the fuck typical frat boy name is. Yeah. This this song just it's stereotypical lo-fi music talking about a imaginary night that this guy wants to have with a significant other, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's nice. Yeah, it's like hopefully one day kind of we'll have to get detailed about that. Whatever. All I know, all I wrote down for this song is I don't know what chamomile is. Oh, it's like a tea thing. Okay. Right? He said getting high, so I thought maybe it's about weed. But chamomile? Yeah, it's like an herb for tea. Maybe you can smoke it. I don't know what the fuck. Okay, whatever. It's tea related. Maybe it's like melatonin because they said going to bed. So maybe it like helps you fall asleep. We do research on this show. Anyway. <laughs> You come to JM Radio for your great herb news about chamomile, and right. and if all these songs can work as walk-up songs in a baseball game, uh, I don't think chamomile can. By the way, so why don't you shut up and talk about Pink Floyd? <laughs> okay, Pink Floyd. Here we go. Uh, my next song is "Comfortably Numb" by Pink Floyd from 1979. Uh, it is. 314th on the all-time greatest song list by Rolling Stone. I'm shocked. I really like this greatest song list. I'm, I was interested how many great songs are, at, uh, according to Rolling Stones, of course, are on our list. And I don't think there are many. So I feel I need to highlight that whenever it appears. But 314 for this song, I think many people would disagree with. I think it's too low. Um, for a multitude of reasons. Uh, one is that it has one of the greatest guitar solos of all time in it, possibly. I, I know Mike doesn't care uh, what I'm saying right now. Well, no, 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 no. I just like, I don't know. Like I said, I don't really like when it comes to like instrument, like breaking down instrumentals of music. That just like totally. I don't even. It's not that I don't care. I just like this doesn't. It's not what like people talk about like guitar solos. It's like I don't really care. My point exactly. <laughs> no, I just it's not like guitar <laughs> solos don't sound like fun. I don't know. That's what makes good. I mean, that's what makes good rock music. And you're, they're not as prevalent in lo-fi. You kind of get the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, maybe a bridge, chorus structure in your the music that you enjoy which is perfectly fine whereas in classic rock there's going to be it's defined by guitar solos usually i'm not like enough of a music purist to be like oh this is a great like guitar riff I'm like i don't know the fuck that even well you really want to get deep 
David Gilmore is an amazing guitarist. He's the guy who does the solo on this. And the lead singer is Roger Waters. And again, you don't care, but I care. Uh, it's and he. Oh, wrote, I like this song a lot. This is really good. Okay, it's so just, he wrote like, he wrote the lyrics based on an autobiographical time where he had to get injected with tranquilizers for stomach cramps before a show in 1977. Um, and what even? I don't know. Apparently, he had stomach cramps. But as you listen to the song, you hear the story of this rock and roll guy who's sort of being talked to by paramedics saying like can you hear me are you in there and then him like fading out of consciousness and going into his own head and then coming back like hey are you there like we have to get on with the show so it's like this dual problem happening in the storytelling i wish this was i wish it was more abstract that's like it it literally tells you the story as you listen to the lyrics though if you're like i i never like thought about it (laughs) okay well I highly implore you to focus on the lyrics for this song. Uh, if you are listening to this now and like Mike didn't really like get the story, maybe have the lyrics up because it's a really interesting, like sort of like bipolar problem. Not re- sort of like switching between woozy and alert. Um, even in the like music, you hear it like it's, it is very woozy. Well, there are parts that are woozy, and that's when he's sort of like out of it. And then he comes to life, and there is no pain. You are receding. Like it goes into like this almost gospel like moments, and then comes back to the wooziness. Anyway, that's it. If it was one word to describe this song, I would definitely call it woozy. I would call it classic. <laughs> um, don't think it would work as a walk up song. Anyway, uh, what is your next song, Mike? Um, chamomile. Oh, zero light. This is a dope song. Bye. So you love this one, right? Brian Scary and the shredding. What's it called? Shredding tears. Shredding fears. Shredding tears. Okay. Um, yeah, this is a fun one. This is like one of the first. This is like when I first downloaded Spotify, which was way too late, like two years ago. Like the first song that I got recommended to me that I really liked. So this is from like a concept album called flight of the knife by brian scary yes about like um some like super cool plane that gets piloted by some kid or something um i could look it up and find the exact description but it's kind of like cartoony kind of fun but this song is like dope i don't really know how to describe it this is like a weird maybe a little tally hall-ish i don't know oh we'll get to tally hall um and all the remnants or pieces of it as we go through this list. Uh, yeah. Yeah, baby. It's a part of a concept album centering on the character of Airship Valentine and his mission to pilot the knife, an airship referred to as the greatest flying machine ever to take the, to the skies. Out of all the songs on this concept album, like, I have no idea what this one's actually about, but this is like the coolest one. <laughs> Like, the songs it's, that are actually about the flight of the knife, like, aren't as fun. This song definitely has... I, I now listen to the whole album, and this song definitely stands out as still the best on the album. Uh, they're great harmonies to open it, and... Uh, I want to say the rhythm guitar, but don't come after me if I get that wrong. That 
the rhythm guitar kind of carries it just with its constant repeating of the same kind of classic uh, riff that it's going off of. It it and it does tell a story again. So certainly like or like comfortably numb. It tells like this weird story about this like guy trying to fly a plane. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's weird. It it is a concept album also. So this is like only a part of the entire story but I, yeah no i would recommend this album and this song it, for sure it's it's it's, a, it's like a kind of music i feel like if you get into it there's so much cool stuff that'll like it'll lead you into it's the kind of music that you want to write uh or not write but make fan art of <laughs> it feels like it's a cult like it, the, al- cult the album cover is super cool yes the album art is very cool it, it's like a cult of personality kind of like band i think they only have this album and what i read online about it is it's very like big to the people that like it and they like dive into it so their fan base is there um it's a good song i really like it cool let's go to van morrison okay so my next song is days like this by van morrison a 1995 classic song Dude, you really went with Comfortably Numb and then Days Like This back to back? Yeah, I'm just... You're wild, then. I'm shooting all these great songs out. Yeah. I, I don't know what happens as the list goes on. I apologize. But... This is also fucking awesome. I love this song. Yes. And did you know that he's Irish? Van Morrison? I mean, did I, I know that he's Irish? No? I mean, it doesn't really surprise that's me. That's a big... Is that like a fun fact? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know this when I was doing research. They title this as a Celtic folk rock song. And I was shocked to know he's Irish. I did not know that. Um, yeah. Uh, I found this I found this song from watching the movie uh, As Good As It Gets, a 1997 film with Jack Nicholson in it, or starring in it. He... I don't even remember the film that well, honestly. But this song was like in some montage like you talked about last week if a song is in a good montage in a film and you can picture the film along with the song it sticks with you longer almost at least that's how my brain works like both of our brains sort of attract to that but huh it's it's remembering the good times is what this song's about basically uh it's just such a chill vibe yeah appreciate the things things more times that were good when it's not always raining there'll be days like this even sounds like jack nicholson is singing it why hasn't jack nicholson released an album yet (laughs) i have no clue why jack nicholson has not released an album he's retired that's why he this this song is very chill like mike said it just has this sort of energy to it that just feels good and i think it speaks of volumes especially right now to the world state that we're in to remember the good times and we didn't even know what was happening or what was going to happen to the world when we released this song or when i recommended this song um so yeah remember the good times everyone <laughs> hopefully the world goes back to being the good times what'd you say so do you remember the good times? Because I don't. Okay, well, we're just 
We're just Gen Z and millennial over here being depressed. I'm actually not depressed. I'm very happy. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, fun fact. Uh, it became the anthem of the peace movement in Northern Ireland for TV ads promoting the ceasefire in 1995. And Bill Clinton wanted to perform sax on stage with Van Morrison at a concert, but security wouldn't let him. What a ham. Uh, Why would you do that? It would so have been extra. It would have been meme to all hell nowadays if Bill Clinton got on stage and was playing saxophone right alongside uh, Van Morrison, who also plays saxophone. And I didn't know that until I looked into this song. And again, another song with brass in it. I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of songs this week with brass instruments. Uh, we might call this the week of brass and finding yourself. <laughs> no response. Okay. I just, uh, was that supposed to be funny, Seal? Well, it's getting cut now, so no one will ever hear it. <laughs> okay. I, Fuck you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I can't force a laugh. Well, no one will hear it, so who cares? Uh, no brass <laughs> has been found on this week. There is no brass. I will delete all brass from this week. Anyway, what's your next song? My next song. I have to. How do I? Um. Oh, Bangarang by Pogo. This is like a, just a song. Um, out of sounds from the movie Hook. Oh, was so you did figure that out. Live action. What, you didn't think I knew that? No, I didn't think you knew that. I, that was going to be my oh, fun God. fact. No, yeah, of course I know that. I've um, Pogo I knew from like YouTube. He did all this stuff. Uh, not the best person, but... What does that mean? His music has some vibes. I don't know. I wouldn't get into his music. This is just some questionable takes about like social stuff and whatever, but... Interesting. Uh, it's fu- it's funny. It's funny because it's is all this music so wholesome. Yeah, this this song being part of Hook, like Mike said, or the all the sounds are made up from that film Hook from 1991, which is a criminally underrated film. Wait, Spielberg is Hook good? I feel like are you kidding like me? This this song gives me the vibe that Hook is like beautiful and i kind of want to watch it hook is one of the best films one of the best tellings of the peter pan story and it's robin williams in like his peak robin williams he looks so happy in the video for this he looks so happy in like every scene because he probably is uh, oh my god you've never seen hook well i know what we're doing later we're I mean, watching it's on hook. my list we're watching hook. Watch it. hook yes we're watching hook okay. uh yeah pogo does a bunch of these like Mashups from only using film clips or sound bites. Uh, he did a no, bunch like of really films. Good. A lot of them are bad. I listened to some other ones, but it's an interesting concept, at least. Also, which I, ones are bad? I don't remember them. Do you want me to look them up? No, that's okay. fine. I definitely don't have to keep talking about Pogo. Well, I don't know what a bangerang is. Do you know what that is? No, I mean I don't. Maybe it's from I the thought... film. I thought, yeah, I thought if you saw a hook, you would know the reference. I don't remember that word, but maybe rewatch it, I'll remember it. Oh, 
the best thing about this is you can look up the lyrics to this song on Genius, and it's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo, but someone actually wrote it out. So it's like, like someone wrote out every little like syllable that said. What? I would look at that. So we'll we'll tweet it out. We'll tweet it out so everyone can see it. But it's one of the stupidest things that I've ever seen. It's like an EDM song almost, or like a mashup song. So there's not really. Oh, ah, ah, you, I, wa, e, do, ah. I like it. Oh, I know that part. So I like, yeah, yeah. It's very odd that someone wrote a genius lyrics out for the song, but they did. We'll tweet it out. I mean, Pogo so probably has like all the pages. Well, okay, yeah. We'll tweet it out. My Let's go next song, baby. My next song is "The Losing End" by Zach Jones and the Tricky Bits from twenty. Oh, you were on this one big time a while ago. I remember this. I think this song made my Spotify top five. I want to say. Was Not... this one from a, a game? No, this is just randomly recommended to me, and I like. Is the it. next one from a game? No. Years? No. Really? No. It's another song I just randomly uh, found. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to burst the bubble. Anyway, this song is... I mean, there's a lot to speak to. It, it's a good song. I don't know how to, like... I, I hate that we just keep repeating it's a good song, or at least I do. I, mean, I feel like you don't have to even say that much about each one. I don't know if people want to hear more than, like, oh, this is good, when we think of it. I, I think there should be a little bit of commentary on it, honestly. Uh, my my initial review as I re-listened to it was power pop number with shades of emo songwriting because the lyrics go into how he's always the runner-up guy in relationships um, and always on What does the... that mean, runner-up guy? So like if two, a girl is pining over two people she always picks the other person and then be like, oh, I'm actually not interested in you I'm dating Chad uh the guy in my car who liked chamomile and wore vintage. <laughs> ah, I made him laugh. That'll make it in the podcast. Anyway, yeah. So this guy's like the the runner up, the best friend in the rom com movie that never gets the girl. Uh, so he's always on the quote unquote losing end. Yeah, I, I like this song a lot. Harmonies. This one's great. all right. Yeah. And this and this guy has a lot of great music. Also, I don't think I recommend him again, but he's a really small artist on Spotify, and I recommend his other songs if you want to go listen to him and his band. Uh, they just released a new album in quarantine, ironically called Quarantine. Oh, cool! Uh, and so, yeah, I I highly recommend you go listen to his stuff, and hopefully, he grows and grows. Surely that'll be time. Yeah. Maybe we'll have him on the podcast. Zach Jones, if you want to come on the podcast, you're welcome. Literally anyone want to come on the podcast? Literally my lamp will make an appearance on the podcast. Uh, I thought you were going to start singing the Literally My Life song. Literally My Life. Oh, yeah. Every night. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Mike, what All is right. your next song? Things That I Missed by Awful Tune. This was on a daily mix. And wait, you could sit, uh, there was somebody else since you're going to correct me probably. Oh. Sandosius? Yes, yeah, Sandosius. Um, she was on the last week's too. Uh, this is a very like whiny sounding song about missing like your ex partner. 
Um, yeah, did you? It was all right. I like after a while, I started getting really annoyed by the song. I don't know why. What were you gonna say? Because they say things I miss or something to that extent a lot in this song, and just kind of do a grocery list of all the things they've missed in a previous relationship. Yeah. Uh, maybe this is. I read into songs that you recommend way too much, I think, sometimes. So, like, when you send me a sad song, I'm like, oh, should I, like, text him and make sure he's okay? <laughs> uh, oh. And that's one of so, these songs. Full like, disclaimer. Yeah. Like, let's say January to, like, May, I was pretty depressed. There were some pretty sad songs in here. This summer, I started being happy again. I don't know what the fuck happened, but. Well, quarantine and everything. You graduated college. Yeah. No, I mean, but like, well, when quarantine started, it got better. This is the, yeah. So that's weird. Well, this is. No, this one is um, sad, but it's also. I don't know. I thought it was like kind of wholesome. Like, I like stuff like this. Like, all the just the specific little moments and like things makes me happy that I described. Like, all the little things that are missed. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing that always puts me down is when I realize how young these artists are younger than us or our age and they're like I have a million views on Spotify and that's what I missed out on yeah, well then read the lyrics of the song they're probably more sad than you are Siegel who cares I don't have a song <laughs> not yet you know what I mean I'll release a song at the end of this list no no wait really you yes, want me please. to sure that would be a good way to end it <laughs> end the podcast with a song yeah. Okay. Uh, if we get hundred thousand listeners, I'll do that. Whoa. A week. Anyway. Now you know what? If we get a thousand listeners a week, I'll make a song by the end of this podcast. That's all I want. That's anyway. dope. Everybody got to listen to it just for that reason. Okay. If you've made it this far, I thank you. Anyway, if you've made it this far into the episode and you're with us through week two. You're an OG, and I love you. And we're into the final two songs of week two. So, honestly, my last song is Battle Dancing Unicorns with Glitter by Five Iron Frenzy from 2013. I always forget about the with glitter part. Oh, how could you forget about the with glitter part? That's the best part. There's a pause, and then it says with glitter. That's the best part. Uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, it's digressing so to the with glitter it's a good ska punk rock song with a killer chorus about being a battle dancing unicorn with glitter uh don't forget that mike and yeah i i don't know how i found this song i think it was on a spotify recommendation list if i remember correctly and i immediately went this is weird and funny and i immediately recommended it to mike like the next day i'm pretty sure some reason i have this memory of you being like oh yeah this was in the uh mvp baseball 2004 no that's next week that's the first song of next week let it dive yes oh spoilers yeah sorry it's okay uh that's funny that you thought it was this song though but i like this battle dancing unicorns it's fun upbeat yeah uh the music video is very good too I get Hold Your Head Up and Be Yourself mixed up, and I get Losing End and this one mixed up. Like, I don't know if they sound the same or if I'm just stupid. You get my songs mixed up. That's interesting. 
I'm going to read into that a lot more. No. What do you want to say besides? Oh, and guess what? Another song with brass because it's a ska song. So there's more brass. So it's the brass, week, baby. Brass. The week of brass, baby. Find yourself in the week of brass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. last song. Yes. First modern baseball song on the list. Your graduation. The song's good. I always watch it with a music video because I like modern baseball music videos. But it also makes me miss college. I'm also sad that college just wasn't as good as it. Modern baseball makes it look. Um. I think we can both agree that we like the singer because he kind of looks like us, or at least for me. Like, does he look? Do I look like that guy? I don't. Brendan Lukens. He's a bigger he's, he's guy. Awesome. <laughs> and for me, that's good to cool to see a bigger guy. I being feel like you don't see a lot of like big boy lead singers. You yeah, know? they're always like, uh, I have washboard abs and a thousand tattoos and a mohawk. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I'm into more punk scene, so that's what I picture. I picture like they all Adam have washboard abs. I picture like Adam Levine as like a mainstream singer guy. This guy does not fit that mold. If you look at modern baseball, uh, this guy wears a sweatshirt when he performs. Usually, like he doesn't really conform to the standard rock star look. So I appreciate that. But yeah, I like this song a lot. I love modern baseball. Um, what is this talks about like a like an ex or something or a girlfriend i don't know but it's all it just feels like it's like a hometown like love like just painted in that light maybe i just have the music video like ingrained in my head and i'm yeah it's, with that vibe it's a it's a sentimental slash nostalgic feeling of like the girl that he wanted to be more with in high school, but now is kind of being like, ah, forget it. Like you're graduated. So we're just going to like yeah. move apart now. I guess now you put it that way. Graduating in this sense has two different meanings. Like she's like graduating from his headspace. Yes. And her physical graduation. Yeah. That's why it's not my graduation. It's, my it's real nice to think about that. Plus like, you know, the, hometown school vibes it's cute yeah cute seagull it's yeah it's a good song want to top five it real quick you like do you like this one um it's a whiny kind of punk monotone okay, but like everything i recommend is whiny so true <laughs> it's kind of hard to escape i had to think of a different word for nostalgia because i use it so much in my notes or nostalgic, so I put sentimental for this one. It's just your notes. You can just keep saying the word, same word. Nobody's going to judge your notes. I'm going to judge my notes. Anyway. Boom. It's a good right. song. I, I like modern baseball. I like uh, Tears for Fears better, but... Tears for... You mean Tears over Beers? Oh, yeah. Tears over Beers. Sorry. I was like, whoa, what the hell? You just Tears that? over Beers by Modern Baseball, I think, is better and has better storytelling in it. Um, but it's not on this list, so again... Well, that, that's, that's more of a story-based song. Yeah, this one. I mean, they all kind of are, but like, I like those songs. There's another one on this playlist that I recommend that is very story based, and I think I like a lot more. But that's not to like the summer, so. Well, okay, Seagull. Shall we get into our top five? Do you want to go? Want to go first? Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Christ. Okay. All right, five. I have days like this. Van Morrison. Four. I have perks of being a wallflower. Interesting. 
Three, I have Zero Light. Two, I have Chamomile. And one, of, of course, I have Colorado. Okay, I, I expected the Colorado. I didn't yeah. know you liked Chamomile so much. That surprised oh, me. Oh, I love that song. Okay, yeah. it's a good song. You, like it? just, yeah. you didn't really like emphasize that when we were talking about it. So I, I mean, I feel like there's only so much I can say about that kind of song. Well, yeah, it's a two-minute song. Especially since we're going to talk about it like 900 more times this podcast. What? The same song? Like that, this kind of, no, like not the same, like this kind of song. Okay, fair. Like I feel like Kai Dreams Week, we just have to do like one and then move on. <laughs> like it's... I can't wait for Kai Dreams Week. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, my top five. Uh, five is The Zero Light by Brian Scary. Four is Comfortably Numb. And it hurt to put that that low. Three. You know, I've hurt yeah. for me for leave, for me to leave that out. Like I really wanted to put that in. Well, that's good to hear. You liked it at least. You liked it to the top five almost. Yeah. Uh, three is "Hold Your Head Up High" by Argent. This is a game time decision, Arch. I still have not named my one and two, but I think I have to go with two being "Colorado" by Chappie, and oh. one being "Days Like This" by Van Morrison. Oh, what is that? Still? Just for the times that we're in. I love these songs. Like, it, they're both number one in my heart. But if I had to list them, I would slightly rather listen to Days Like This by Van Morrison at the current moment of time. Uh, and it pains me to not put Colorado. I would have had you in it as a lock as Colorado number one also. I think I listened to it so much. Like even oh, wait, before, what, what was your four? What was your number four? Four was Comfortably Numb. And what was three? Hold Your Head Up High by Arden. Five was Zero Light? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it just, it hurts. to Those two songs are definitely like almost tied. But at the moment, if I had to choose one to listen to over, I would choose Van Morrison over Colorado. Damn. But... That isn't to say that I think overall we can agree the winner for this week is still Colorado. Yeah, I mean, if we were to like assign point, uh, oh, point values to each place that we put it in, it would win, right? I mean, because... yeah, last week we had pretty much an agreement that Untangled by Kai Dreams was the best because we both put it at second. And two and one on our respective list, both being Colorado, I would say that is definitely our favorite song of the week as a group if we were in a car together we, we would pick colorado pick- i mean that's a great like road trip that is literally a road trip song too like oh yeah certainly i yeah yeah i think if we go on a road trip ever again if coronavirus allows us to uh that's as soon as it's safe to go you know we're going yeah. yeah anyway this has been probably the toughest week to choose a top five yeah i mean i don't think it'll have that much problem as, as I did doing this this one going forward. Yeah, so this is one of I really points. hated the fact that I had to leave off Pink Floyd. Like, I don't even think I would like it that much, but I did. That's good to hear. I'm If I can convince you of Pink Floyd has, like, probably... that That's an accomplishment in my book in the long term of this list. You like a Pink Floyd song to almost put it in your top five. I'll take it. I'll take it. Anyway, that has been week two. I hope, yeah, baby. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Uh, again, week three will be posted in the description of this episode. It'll also be posted 
on our social medias. All of our social media tag handles are at JM Radio Pod. This has been a great week. I think we could both agree. This is the one. Yeah. This is definitely the one. We're going to recommend <laughs> you go back and re listen to week two as probably our best week. We'll be talking about week two and like week 50, whatever. Yeah, that's still the best week. Uh, but we're excited for next week's week three. Uh, make sure to follow us on our social medias to stay up to date with the playlists and where to find them. Also, if you have to just listen to each song separately, you can do that as well. You'll have all the lists there. We're going to start putting our top fives out as the episodes come out on Tuesday. And we'd love to hear about your top fives as well. So you can use the hashtag JM top five in like a story, or if you're tweeting at us, just put that hashtag so we can scan through them and see what you guys thought of your top fives for each week are. Uh, We didn't do that for week one, but if you want to retroactively go back and do that for week one, feel free. Uh, Yeah. Uh, it's been a good, good episode, Mike. Good episode. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, okay. See you guys later. Till next time, you got some listening to do. I refuse to say the line. <laughs> say the line, Seagull. You got some Yay. listening to do. Yay. Okay. Peace. Oh, you're still here. Well, You'll be the first to know that we have a special episode coming out on Friday where we interview the de facto winner of week two, Chappie, the artist. It was a great interview, and I hope you guys will enjoy it. But until Friday, keep listening to week three, and we'll see you soon. Bye.